0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of For Fantasy Purposes Only. I am the Oracle, your Oracle, the beard, the stash, the legend, fantasy football pro, all of the above. No hate mail, please. (laughs) And if you haven't known by the title, we are talking running back, running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs. Uh,. If you guys didn't understand that. The, just think of the tune of the Gucci Gang song. You know, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Gucci Gang. I think I heard that he said Gucci Gang over a hundred times in that song, maybe. Man. But, <laughs> dang, smash hit. Who would have thought saying the same thing a hundred times would be a hit? <laughs> but, uh, just imagine the... the, the you know, tune of that song with the running backs. And running backs, running backs, running backs. backs. We talking running backs, you know. Okay, you get it, you get it. We are talking running backs this evening. Thank you for tuning in again for another episode. Uh, You know, of course, before we just get started, I just want to show appreciation to everybody who's been tuning in and listening, everybody who's been working with me, everybody who's been, you know, helping me define my craft, you know, inside and out. People listening and supporting and leaving great comments and those, you know, who are supporting me uh, in another way and believing in my ability to play the game of fantasy football and also, you know, those working on uh, the website, uh, those helping me out, giving me advice and everything. Just want to give everybody uh, thanks out there. You know, appreciate you one step at a time. Like I always say, we're just going to get so much bigger. We're going to get so much better. But, uh, okay, enough of that sentimental stuff. Let's get to it. Uh, Man, if you guys haven't already been tuning in, you know, we've talked about the quarterbacks. I mean, it's August 1st now. But, you know, my plan was to kind of hit it at this point because, obviously, next month... We'll be working on drafting. I'll be giving a ton of draft techniques, which really I'm thinking I'm just going to go off one solid plan for all my leagues, whether I'm in the 6-man league, 8-man league, 10-man league, 12-man league, 14-man league, or 16-man league. Uh, I'm I'm thinking I'm pretty much going to go with the same formula for all of them. And we see how we'll, we'll see how that works out later on down the line, uh, <laughs> because I that I think it'd be kind of weird trying to use the same. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could probably follow like a certain format, but you know, it probably changes. Like, it never goes like you think it's gonna go, and it would probably be hard to just kind of stick to that. But especially when it comes down to all these different players and how you feel about them and the position you're able to get them in uh you know i remember zeke elliott in his rookie year he was projected to go in the first round and honestly i was mad about it because i'm thinking to myself this dude is a rookie like yes you know demarco murray had uh just came from his uh demarco murray just had his uh which is, man, man, a whole season of Zeke is going to be great for the year. Oh, man, Zeke. But, you know, uh, uh, Murray had just broken the single season for most yards for Cowboy the year prior. So, yeah, he had the line, and I agreed with that. But to draft Zeke Elliott and to think that in fantasy he was going to be that number one person. Like, he hasn't proven it. Yeah, he had a great career at, uh, you know, Ohio. Maybe I should have followed it a little bit more because he did his last few games, he did kind of destroy the competition and, you know, being behind that great uh, Dallas line. I didn't I didn't think he was set. I, I didn't think he could be like that. I didn't see that. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see that hurricane coming. So I say that in purpose that a year of Zeke is gonna be good for the uh it's gonna be good for the Cowboys too man like uh, there's no cloud over the team they can really just get back well okay never mind this Jerry Jones stuff is kind of becoming another cloud over the team but I feel as far as the players Sean Lee's there uh well you know what they have a lot of clouds because you know that that Des uh, Bryant bomb. But continue and continue on. We are going to be looking at my rankings. Uh, Dang, I forgot to make a few notes here about a certain situation. Uh, Rankings, as you know, if you've been listening to uh, the QB Theory, which seems to be a lot of people's favorite, uh, the TE uh, Tevs nut emojis, <laughs> and then the wide receiver no uh, wars. You know that with all of those episodes, I have been working with paper and pen. You know, taking it real primitive and everything, and uh, <laughs> you know, it's just okay to go back to your to your primitive roots. You know, it's okay to do that at some point. You don't have to be mad. (laughs) Well, I mean, don't get me wrong, technology is good. But uh, sometimes you can't be afraid of the pen and pencil. So (laughs) we have the mighty pen and the pencil in the booth today. Everybody give a shout out. Yeah, come on. Come on, everybody. Everybody, come on. Give it a give it a uh a, a round of applause for the pen and paper baby it makes another appearance hopefully the last appearance man' cause I'm not I don't want to sound lazy but you know you used to type in and everything and uh <laughs> Hold on, let me let me uh let me get set up here of course you know I'm trying to think of uh the website. <laughs> Oh yeah, the fantasy calculator. How could I, how could I have forgotten? How could I have forgotten the fantasy calculator? And if you don't know, um, I mean, I do a lot of formats as far as the the standards and the half point, half PPRs and the PPRs and you know, extra QB. Uh a lot of the times I compare I, I I just like to keep it simple. I do the um I just I just go PPR, man. I mean, that's the more popular format to play. That's the most easiest to understand. I mean, the the points are reasonable as well. I mean, you want your receivers to get You know, it it has to be a fine line. Like, you know, even especially now with the running backs who catch and run the ball. And then you also have a lot of wide receivers who are just, you know, they set up wide and they just split them all the way to the outside and hand them the ball. Somebody like Tyreek Hill and just run it straight out the backfield. You know what I mean? So I think like PPR is appropriate for fantasy football because, they need to be rewarded with catching the ball because that is, man, in and, and a lot of situations, really, honestly, to be honest with you, I wish it could be, like, style points because some of these players make some of the most ridiculous catches I've ever seen in my life. Running back, running back, running back, running back, running, back, running backs. I'm sorry, I was talking, and of course, you know, I was trying to get set up. But number one, how do you guys feel about number one? You had a number one pick of the year, of the season. How are you feeling about that? Who are you getting? Who are you grabbing? Who is that one person that has sparked your freaking fire from day one and they kept it burning, and you just cannot go throughout the season without them? Who you got? Who you got? Me? Man, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. (laughs) It's real hard. It's a real hard question. (sighs) Because me, I would say 2018 season is David Johnson. It's got to be David Johnson for me. For me, just because... Of the quarterback situation, both of them are first year in uh in uh uh Arizona, Sam Bradford and uh Josh Allen, excuse me, uh Josh Rosen. Both first year. You really don't know what they can do with the team just yet, but you know what DJ can do and the fact that he missed all of last season. The boy is ready to take off. The boy is ready. His legs are fresh, but honestly, I got. I, it's like splitting hairs here because I do have Le'Veon Bell right there. Ah, uh, man, and, and it's just really with Le'Veon Bell, just you know, a little bit more sentimental reasons. Because he's helped me win quite a few championships, and you you never forget that. You never forget a guy who can get it done, especially at the end of the year when it counts. You don't forget your people like that. But I think just more on a consistent basis, David Johnson right now, Le'Veon Bell for me man, he might get off to a slow start again. He he got out to a, like, it took him about three games to get him into Le'Veon mode last year. Uh, And, you know, he is a cloud over the Steelers, too. You know, the quarterback situation with Mason Rudolph could be the franchise, and Ben Roffensburg is feeling the heat, and you know Antonio Brown wants the team to be great, so he's kind of barking back at Le'Veon Bell for not being at uh, training camp, getting every ounce of championship mode he could. And you know I just think that Le'Veon Bell is skipping out because of money again. Uh, James Corner running back up might just prove himself, and they just might just let Le'Veon just go about his business and just go with what they got and. Might still come out with a pretty great outcome. Uh, just uh, I, I really at, with the number one pick. If I had the number one pick, it has to be David Johnson because I just don't know the the volume's gonna be there for David Johnson. You know the the running ability, the running will be there. <laughs> the, the, we just don't know about the throwing just yet. So. With that question mark, and you know, we we know what David Johnson can do as a high volume back catching the ball, running the ball, t- high touchdowns. Probably is going to have a thousand yards and a thousand receptions, or excuse me, reception yards and a thousand rushing yards. Like that is not out of the question. So for me, I'm going David Johnson, Zeke, uh, Le'Veon Bell number two. Zeke Elliott number three. Zeke Elliott. Uh, the like I said, the league needs a whole year of Zeke. It I was watching uh Undisputed today and they were saying Skip was saying, or well excuse me, let me say what Skip, uh Shannon was saying. Shannon said that, you know, uh DeMarco Murray's uh single season, single season record for the Cowboys is in jeopardy. This year, if he stays healthy, no suspensions, no trouble or anything. But Skip is predicting that he will break um, Eric Dickerson's all-time record, which is like 2,105, I think. And just thinking about that, behind that line... Them giving, feeding Zeke about 350 to 400 times this year, healthy. Man, that's tempting too, man. It's real tempting. It's real tempting. Can't even lie. Can't even lie. I I wouldn't blame a lot of people if they got Zeke number one. Which, you know, being closer to Houston, having a lot of Dallas fans out here, you know, Zeke probably will go number one. So, uh, man, I got Zeke number three, Alvin Kamara at number four. I got Alvin Kamara at number four, five overall, Ty Gurley at six, uh, excuse me, five, and, uh, six overall. Alvin Kamara, to me, I'm just afraid that the sophomore wall is real, man, and he might hit it and hit it hard, and Drew Brees might decline, and, i i I still think drew Brees can be solid but at some point man these older quarterbacks tom brady's drew Brees's, you know philip rivers eli manning these they're they're gonna have there's gonna be a time where they take a step back i just i don't i don't want it to happen but it, it will be a time where they will have to leave the game for some reason and uh Alvin Kamara, I just oh man, with the with the three game suspension to Mark Ingram, I'm liking that. But I now he, he can do he he's the real deal. And I think Drew Brees can keep the on the the offense honest enough. Him and Michael Thomas is the real deal too. But them losing uh Ted Ginn was kinda big. And Marinoff, he's coming back from the ACL. You just don't know. And I got Todd Gurley number five because man, they're going to stack the box. And I feel like like they get even if the same thing happens next year, they get up so big and he's sitting the whole fourth quarter. I'm not liking that either. I'm not liking that. But of course, the fantasy calculator has Todd Gurley number one overall. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can understand. Oh, man, he just got paid too, boy. He just got big checks. Not even lying there. Todd Gurley, Leonard Fournette, that's my guy. I think Melvin Gordon might be my guy this year too. I I just, you know, being at the convention and seeing how a lot of the players were interacting with their fans and seeing that Melvin Gordon was probably one of the few, you know, bigger name, well-known ones, you know, like he had like a 100 people following him throughout the crowd, you know, they were trying to, you know, get a picture of him and everything. He's just walking through the crowd being cool, eating food and chilling, shaking hands, you know what I'm saying? Like, I respect that a lot, and I wish much success to this man. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) I wish him much success in his career because that was pretty cool. Compared to a lot of the other ones, you know what I mean. Won't say won't say any names, but he was definitely one that stood out. Kareem Hunt, mm. Kareem Hunt, Lord have mercy, Kareem Hunt. I definitely think the sophomore wall is gonna hit him. Honestly, if it came down to Kareem Hunt, I'm looking at Shady McCoy after him. I got Devontae Freeman. Devin Cook. I'm 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 really taking my chances on one of these. Well, really not Devin Cook, but definitely like Jordan Howard, I would take a chance on Devontae Freeman, LaShawn definitely, definitely, 'cause the same thing with uh DJ. Uh they really are un- they're definitely unsure about their quarterback situation at this juncture. So and, and their receivers. So <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, can we just hand Shady the ball and just let him do his one-hand juke magic? And hopefully he doesn't get, uh, get, uh, you know, stripped. (laughs) But, uh, we also, man, little Fournette's my guy. If you guys noticed that here I do have, uh... I have, excuse me, Shaquan Barkley written down right in front of uh, Leonard Fournette. But as of right now, if you guys have been been watching on the Oracle, you know that sometimes I allow my son to come to the show and to talk about, (laughs) well, I try to get him to talk about Shaquan Barkley. And we'll see. You know what? It'll be a great time. To have that segment right now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with this one here, the young, the world-renowned, world-renowned, the uh, (laughs) the Prince of Prophecy. <laughs> my son, <laughs> Zamari, <laughs> the baby oracle. Let's cut it. Oracle. Yeah. We still working on an intro. So, uh, my little one, Zamari, we have come far and we have come wide. We have come far and wide from a place called Huntsville to seek answers from the one that they call the baby oracle. Now, we have one question, oh young one, and one question only. Are you ready? Hmm? Okay, sit down. Come on. We gotta get serious with this one. People want to know, alright? We gotta get serious. What do you think about Shaquan Barkley? Nothing. Nothing at all? No? No. (laughs) Nothing. What about his running ability? What about his hurdling? That's pretty good, right? He's kinda shifty in the middle. Uh, He kinda has the burners. Uh, a little? No. Uh, you don't think he's worth the first-round pick? Is that what you're saying? I think he's trying to say to me that he is, as of now, undraftable. I'm going to try to see if I can decode this for y'all. Uh, okay, he's kind of smiling. He's kind of Uh-huh. What do you think about Shaquan Barkley? Huh? What do you think about him? What do you like about him? Is it the speed? Is it the shiftiness? Uh is it the uh uh the hurdles? It, does he have championship pedigree? Did he play in any big games? Did he have a great line what what do you, what do you what do you what do you feel like what you, is 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 new york a good fit for him <laughs> is new york a good fit for him will he maximize his opportunity okay all right let me see if I could decode this for y'all He's not that flashy okay is that what you're saying Okay. Not that flashy, um kind of shifty, but not really. Uh-huh. The hurdling, you like the hurdling. He says the hurdling could lead to injury. Uh okay, what else? What else? High volume if he's healthy, but not worth a first round pick. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Did I just get that? No? Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Seems to me, as of right now, the boy is undraftable. Thank you, baby Oracle. Thank you so much for telling us everything we need to know. Ah, don't do that. That's not good, Zamari. That is not good to do to your papa, okay? Don't do that to your papa. Say bye-bye. Say bye. No? All right, that's the segment of the baby oracle, And we are back. Thank you very much for your patience on that last one. Oh, man. Sometimes you just got to deal with the kids sometimes. Let me tell you, let me tell you. But honestly, he was asleep while I was recording and he woke up, so I figured we might as well knock it out and uh, <laughs> do the segment. Like he said, you guys, uh, <laughs> would I tell you to listen to a one-year-old? Of course, I would not tell you to do that. But I will say that I am the Oracle, and he is the son of the Oracle. Therefore, the apple does not far, far, fall far from the tree. That's all I'm going to say. If he says... But it's good news, it's good news, it's good news on that. We still have time, it's only August 1st. We still have plenty of time to get some word. I don't know, it's not looking good. It's just just coming down to the wire. So everyone out there that's looking at Shaquan Barkley, you might want to just hold your pumps for just a little longer coming from a one-year-old, not from me. (laughs) Uh, But he would be right there, honestly. The volume will be there. Just not quite sure he'll be able to maximize it. But does Zeke turn out to be a super... did Did anybody see Zeke coming? Did anybody see Alvin Kamara coming? I think everybody kind of knew about Todd Gurley, but Todd Gurley had an injury a couple of years back, and he had a slump year the year before last year. So it was kind of like, ugh. So, you know, people were picking him up in the fourth, fifth round. Well, no, he was going like third round last year, second round, third round. Maybe like third, fourth round. I feel like Lamar Miller was in the mix and Todd Gurley. Maybe second round, second round, late, early, third. But uh, I just don't know. But I'll tell you about one rookie, rookie court. I mean, running back, I am definitely looking to take my chances on. Darius Geis, I'm definitely, 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 definitely thinking about. Like, my first round, honestly, I have to, like, in in order for me to have confidence to get him, like, this will probably be a draft where I draft early. I have to be, like, one to five pick. Like, I have to get either David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, or Ezekiel Elliott, or even uh, Antonio Brown. Like, I have to get one of those one out of the five picks. And then when I come back for the come, uh, come around, I'm definitely getting one of those, and I'm either seeing if I can steal a wide receiver one in the mix or I'm going running back, running back, just to <clears throat> if Jordan Howard or Joe Mixon is still available. Joe Joe Mixon is my guy. He's definitely, I think, out of all the running backs from last year, Joe Mixon most talented, most man. He juke moves, spin moves, big up top. Great legs, yards after carry or, you know, after being tackled, like he keeps his feet moving. Man, Joe Mixon is just really good. Last year, I think, like, it might have been some pressure on him there. The team wasn't going in the right direction as well. But, man, Joe Mixon is my guy for sure, for sure, for sure. Get like a Joe Mixon, Jordan Howard, maybe even a d I don't think Dalvin Cook. I think Dalvin Cook's gonna go pretty early. He's gonna be good though, but I do foresee him missing a few games this year as well. Uh, and then I have like a rack here of like people that are like they are wide they are running back ones, but they're definitely they're gonna be like the first two downs. Maybe the first three downs, and then you know it's gonna be a a back switch, type running backs here, in this bracket. That was actually a perfect wording just now. They they should see the bulk, but if they don't get into an early rhythm, they could see some touches taken away. This is this is the bracket. You got a, uh, uh, Rashad Penny, of course. I hear my boy Chris Carson coming up. Shout out to Chris Carson, man. I had I picked him up in a couple of leagues last year. He dominated for about two, three weeks and then the injury. But, man, he was my guy last year, man. He, he definitely got me through the beginning of the seasons to lead me to championship pedigree. But that's another story. <laughs> you got to always remember the little wins. The little wins, I know... I know a lot of people out there that's been playing for some years and don't have have the win. I mean, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, whatever your motivation was, if it didn't come together or, you know, whatever the case may be. Or maybe it just might just come down to you just didn't want it as bad as me because I feel like I've I've wanted it a lot badly enough. So, you know, remember the little wins. And hopefully the little wins equal the big wins. And once you get that big win, you <laughs> you thrive in the moment. <laughs> but Rashad Penny, Kenya Drake, of course, Alex Collins, man, Ro Jones, I'm liking him, but it's looking like he's not going to have those, he's not going to have a high uh, reception. Looking like he, he's... He don't got the hands, the NFL hands, but he might have the feet. I I definitely think he's got the running talent. But, you know, you might see a break there between him and uh, Peyton Barber. I liked Peyton Barber last year, too. He was balling. You know, of course, Lamar Miller with Deontay Foreman coming back. Uh, Jay Ajayi, we already know about that situation. Even though they don't have Legaria Blunt anymore, I really think that Corey Clement is right on his heels. I really think Corey Clement and near future, within maybe week six, week eight, as late as week 10, week 12, I know that was a big window, but just... just (laughs) That was a huge window, actually. <laughs> but I do think that Corey Commit by week 12, will probably be at Alvin Kamara status. I see him affecting. Oh, man, yeah, most definitely. Especially with... I feel like that was the whole point of them getting rid of Lagaria Blunt was for that purpose. Like, Corey Clement is coming. Like, you can't just, just shine in the Super Bowl and then not be relied on the next year. Like, I don't think, well, okay, Ligaria Blunt did score a touchdown and they traded him. Okay, scratch what I just said. Just <laughs> but, uh, you know, you Marshawn Lynch, she got Sonny, uh, Sonny Michelle. I'm really, I'm staying away from that situation because everybody was so hype on um, uh, Mike Gillisley. uh when he went to uh, New England from the Bills. And, yeah, he was, you know, he was effective on the Bills, playing behind Shady McCoy, even when he was uh, hurt. And, you know, everybody thought, even in that first game, what, he scored, like, two or three touchdowns, like, two one-yarders. And uh, everybody thought he was going to escalate, 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 and end up seeing no PT after, like, week six or eight. But, you know, people like that. Royce Freeman, I really was never big. Looking at his highlights, he really just didn't stick out to me. Um, Royce Freeman, uh, I'm hearing Devontae Booker. I have Devontae Booker ranked 116 overall. I feel like that's going to be a major, major, major value pick right there. Uh, Marlon Mack, the whole Marlon Mack situation with... uh, uh, Naheem Hines. Ah uh, man. Oh, I don't know. Oh man. I was gonna tell you guys. Oh man, let you in on a little tip here. I know we're talking running backs and I hate to uh mix the genres here, but maybe I could say it. Maybe I I feel like I won't remember it and it was it's pretty juicy. That's why I wanna tell y'all. All right, here we go. We're going to go to the depth chart. And we were talking about Nahin Heim. So, therefore, we were talking about plus Coats. Y'all know how I be. Y'all know I be on one idea and be forgetting it. And then I try to bridge the gap and I start talking. And then I forget what gap I was going to bridge. <laughs> I'm guilty. Guilty, guilty, guilty. I'm guilty. Uh... Okay, we're looking for Indianapolis Colts here, because I knew I know it's about one of the receivers. Okay, they're saying Jordan Wilkins also, the uh, rookie running back that I think they said got in the sixth round. Jordan Wilkins is in the mix as well, so he's steadily climbing up my radar. Oh yeah, but they're saying Dion Kane might be the receiver, uh, rookie receiver for the Colts. Dion Kane. Look him up, everybody. they saying him and uh, Luck is having a pretty good connection. And, uh, <laughs> you know, just saying. Luck, Luck is definitely a baller. He's definitely a baller. It's just, can he stay healthy? Can he stay healthy? Carlos Hyde, we already know that situation. Man, I'm looking at, man, honestly, I'm looking at the Browns highlights today. And I'm looking at, they had like, um... It's sad. They had like a five minute clip of all their scored touchdowns this year, even like some Baker Mayfield touchdowns, even some, you know, uh, Jarvis Landry, some uh, Tyrod Taylor, you know, even they wasn't on the team as of last year, you know, they were showing Browns touchdown highlights. And let me tell you something. More than half those highlights were Dwayne, excuse me, Duke Johnson Jr. I had him on my day and I ended up trading him last year for Odell, but that's the risk you take. Duke John, I don't see how you bring in, like, I know, like, it's a need to win, but you guys are too loaded. Like, there's no, you need to maximize well, okay, I guess they got him on a one-year contract. Well, they don't have them. They have a uh, Carlos Hyde on a one year uh contract. But man, I'm just dude John, I'm Junior. Man, he he I feel like he carried the offense last year. And then, you know, your boy man Come on, why you doing this to us? My boy, my guy, my guy, Josh Gordon, missing practice. you supposed to be there, showing what you got. Man, that's uh, not looking good either. But that's, that seems to be the second bracket there. <laughs> second bracket is full of those who will probably start, but see... Touches taken away. And then the next bracket here are the people who could be taking the touches away from those people. You got Deion Lewis. Man, at number 80 overall, uh, I got Kieron Johnson and LeGarria Blunt. Kieron Johnson might get, like, the first two snaps. LeGarria Blunt might is definitely going to be red zone. He's definitely going to be... Three and four. He's definitely gonna, I mean, excuse me, the third and four guy. He's gonna be definitely be he's definitely gonna be in the mix. For sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. And I'm not, man, I wasn't big on him either, man. See these him, Royce Freeman, and uh Shaquan Barkley, they just I mean, it's just some people you see and you're like, like I was watching Little Fournette and I was okay. You know, Leonard Fournette's gonna be the real. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like it was no doubt he was. He is who he said he was. But you know, Shaquan, for me is question mark. Kieran Johnson question mark. Ro Jones, I'm I'm leaning on more of the real deal side, but I'm starting to question now. Rashard Penny is definitely a question. Darius Geist to me, even if he has a down year this year, I think that it won't take him long before he can bounce back. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> but uh, in the third bracket there, like I said, that's really a split there because I really don't know. I mean, I don't see the Blunt averaging even 80 yards, maybe 60, 65 yards, two catches, a touchdown here and there. That's good for about 12, 14 points, which is good, which is good. Ke'Ron Johnson, I don't think he's that explosive to average, you know, 16, 18, 20, get you 25, 30 points here there. I don't think he's quite there. But, you know, I'm not quite sure about that just yet. I need to see a little bit more. Maybe he'll he'll give me everything. I, maybe he might be one of those people you just never see come. And then, you know, a lot of these players, when you're going through the draft and they're just hanging there and it's like they're projected to go in the third round and it's the fifth the sixth round, late fifth, early sixth round, and they're still on the board, well, then you take a chance on them because through value – you are supposed to get that person. You know what I mean? Like, shout out to everybody who got uh, Zach Ertz last year. Uh, <laughs> projected to go into the 6th, 7th round, but I end up getting them in the ninth, 10th round in a lot of my leagues. So you got to look at that. Even Duke Johnson was projected to go in the 4th, 5th round. I end up getting them in the ninth, 10th round in some of my leagues. So you just at some point value what you say and what they say has to give in. And uh, you you just got to make the right choice. Sometimes you, you go on the feeling and you, you stick with your heart and you don't rely on your head too much, but sometimes you have to play the game. And you, the, when you play the game, sometimes you get good. It's a reason why there are a ton of people out there who don't care about fantasy football, let their team get auto-drafted. They come up with this auto-draft that, gets their team and they go all the way to the championship because at some point the value matters. What you what you, how you construct your team and who you think is better and will be better this year, that depends on you. But at some point, like you know, like I said, Zeke Elliott going in the third round, his rookie year and some money and sometimes it has to give in and you will find a, a gym. <laughs> you know, you will find a gym. Just you just sometimes you just have to take a chance. But uh, you got your Rex Berkman here. Or excuse me, Burkhead. Uh, Isaiah Caldwell. Man. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm liking him just a little bit more now that uh, Elijah, I forget his name, he, he broke his foot. So it's looking like he's probably going to be out for a, a good grip at the beginning of the season. Maybe he can impact the Jets. Maybe not go on a win streak, but maybe can put up some points can average like 21, 24 points a game, go on a hot streak, and even though they're losing, at least they're putting some points up. Maybe he could be in the mix of that, but I'm not really seeing a bang-out year. Chris Thompson, oh, man, Chris Thompson was so good last year before he got hurt. Ty Montgomery, Aaron Jones, I think Aaron Jones is good on the ground. Ty Montgomery is definitely going to be the passing game. It's definitely gonna be a mix up there. I got them back to back as well because it's really, it's really who you think is better. Ty Montgomery is definitely gonna see the receptions. Aaron Jones, I think, is gonna see the bulk share of it. He's gonna see the the short, you know, the the three and goal lines, the one and goal lines. I think Aaron Jones is gonna be that person and get those opportunities, it's kind of like uh, Legaria Blunt. But I think Ty Montgomery is going to be the one moving the ball. So, man, he can move it in big time. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how that yin and yang goes. I uh, already, already talked about uh, Devontae Booker. I think Devontae Booker is going to be a real steal this year. Real, 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 real steal. Oh, oh man, Jonathan Stewart. That's what I wanted to say. For those of you who... Um, just listen to the segment with the baby Oracle and are thinking that, okay, this kid might be (laughs) on to (laughs) something. Keep your eyes on Jonathan Stewart. Keep your eyes. Keep your ears to the streets and keep your eyes on the prize. (laughs) Jonathan Stewart is definitely... I think, like, even with Jonathan Stewart, like, if, if, um, okay, I'm I'm not wishing any bad on Shaquan, so I'm gonna say he might have an amazing year this year. He might have a great year. But if he gets off to a slow start, he has a veteran in Jonathan Stewart there that can take a little more of the bulk share and can make the most of it being a veteran. So I'm liking I'm definitely say it did, you know. he going to be a high usage rate. You know, he might get hurt. His body might not be able to handle 16 games seasons and the playoffs. So he his body might fail him at some point. You got Jonathan Stewart right there ready to go. He was not fearless when uh I they I, I respect that a lot about Jonathan Stewart. Let me be the first to say that. I respect a lot of that. Them bringing in a rookie running back, first rounder. And the, them saying all summer long, he's getting the snap, he's getting a snap. But you're still there to put up points and to dominate when you were called upon. I respect the hell out of that. So, therefore, I'm telling you, if you don't draft Shaquan even if you do just draft Shaquan Barkley, you better get your handcuff game up, and you better get the handcuff of Jonathan Stewart. That's all I'm going to say about that. Moving on. <laughs> Chris Carson there. We already know about Chris Carson. He's he's my guy. That's my guy. Doug Martin. I think it's gonna be pretty energized. I think it's gonna be a really a two headed monster. They probably be top ten. Uh, Doug Martin and uh, Marshawn Lynch will probably be like top ten running back duo. I don't see that being impossible for them too. Both of them feeling at home. But I hear like Doug Martin might see the bulk. But I don't think so. I think I think Marshawn Lynch is definitely John Gruden. Uh John Gruden can say what he wants to, do what he wants to, but it ain't gonna fail too well. It ain't gonna fare too well with uh Marshawn Lynch if he ain't getting getting the lion's share, should we say. Uh James White, man, James White. Yeah. I'm liking I'm I'm liking James White just as a security blanket. Like he's been pretty good even with all the running back changes in uh, New England. James White has been there and he has been producing, so he definitely needs to get drafted. Uh, man, I can't talk too much about C.J. Anderson. I ain't gonna talk too much about him or uh, Christian McCaffrey because I'm not. I really see CJ Anderson coming in and stealing some shine. Uh, Peyton Barber. Man, he was good last year. Frank Gore. Also one of the last people I want to talk about. Frank Gore. Woo. I think Frank Gore did not is not continuing to play in the NFL to be not playing in the NFL. With that being said, uh, my guy uh, King and Drake, I like him. I I don't know about the other rookie, the Kim uh, Ballage or something. I I don't really know too much about him, but I'm I'm definitely in the midst of that of the one two year one rookie. I think Frank Gore is definitely going to see the the bulk of it all because he's the veteran. He's going to bring him along. <sighs> he, I ain't going to say he got winning pedigree, but he he's definitely Mister Mister Security Blanket for sure, for sure, for sure. There it is, running backs. You know what it is. We did. Quarterbacks week one. Tight ends week two. Wide receivers week three. And now we got the running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs. Running backs. Oh, and it feels so good. Um I don't think I'm gonna do one on the kicker in the defense. I mean, hopefully you guys wait. Till the end of the draft to make those selections, please. (laughs) If if you manage to do that, if you manage to get your kicker and defense after round 13 and 14, you're doing very well. So I don't think I need to go over that. But you definitely need to know about these running backs. Really, honestly, I'm going to let you in on the flow. On the flowage right here. I'm going to let you in on the It's right here. Shout out to Josh Yates, man. I'm going to show you the flow. I'm going to show you right now before we even draft. Before we even work on drafting right now, I'm going to put your mind on something right here, right now. Now. <sighs> These running backs is looking real top-heavy. It's looking real grim at the bottom here. It's looking real grim. So I'm telling you right now, draft strategy. You probably should think about at least in the first five rounds grabbing you your for show for show running backs. Yeah, I'm I'm probably leaning more towards at least the first two rounds getting running back running back. And uh, but am I, if I'm just in a position where I'm forced to get Odell Beckham or. Uh, because for me, I would reach. I would definitely reach. I would reach for Leonard Fournette. I would reach for Leonard Fournette. But uh, I'm telling you guys, it's looking real top-heavy right here. You get the Dev, uh, Tevin Coleman, Deion Lewis, uh, Tyree Coleman. You get the Caldwell, you get the Chris Johnson, you get the Tommy Gummer, you get the C.J. Anderson, you get the Duke Johnson, you get the Nick Chubb, you get the Dante Fulman, you get the Dante Booker, you get the 9, you get the 9, you got a lot of question marks right here. You got a lot of question marks down here at already. you got Special Wear, Frank Gore, Kenneth Dixon, who I'm kind of looking at, Jeremy Hill, looking kind of grim down there, y'all, I'm trying to tell you. You might want to get you some sturdy running backs in the early rounds. You know, don't don't try to be fantasy guy, you know, and take a chance on somebody. You you number one pick and you getting Shaquan Barkley. You just have to you just have to have them. Don't don't do that. Play the game. But you know, if there's some opportunities in there, you you get who you want. Man, all I'm going to say right now is definitely go back, listen to the other episodes. Go back, listen to uh, the quarterback theory. Go back and listen to T.E.V.'s Nut Emojis. I don't know why I can't just say nuts. I just think it's more funnier when I say Nut Emojis. Uh, Peanut Emojis, actually. Uh, but I think nutmojis are funnier, but whatever we'll keep going uh, you got your wide receiver wars, and now you got to run it back, running back, running back, running back, running back, running back, just get out just 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 do a little binging, just just listen to a couple of episodes, or uh, if you need. Need to look, go over your team depth chart. We got the team depth chart. We got Rookie Breakdown. You know, take take a trip in the past. Take a trip in the past. Listen to something. New. Just say, you know what? Uh, uh, Every morning at 7 o'clock, I'm listening to one episode. I'm binging. I just got to do that. Well, no, nah, okay. God forgive me. Let me not say binge on the Oracle. But if you do binge, <laughs> binge on the Oracle. Is that understood? <laughs> Oh man, and of course, man. Next month we gonna be doing this draft. It's here. I'm getting hyped, man. I man, I'm honestly, between my Fiverr leagues and leagues for myself and the leagues. Oh man, I'm being a lot of leagues this year. Oh, I got a lot of draft to prepare for. I really don't know why I did it to my. I did it to myself. I I gotta be mad at myself, honestly. I I took all these responsibilities. I mean, I I think I can handle it all between working the job three nights a week and being a full time father. I hope I can handle all these leagues. If I can't, then I need to prioritize. <laughs> but, man, it's gonna be great. Uh, like I said before, appreciate all the love. People on my Fiverr, man. Trusting in the Oracle to get them a fantasy win. I promise I will do everything I can to get you as much money as I possibly can. Every Wednesday, hopefully, pray to God. Every Wednesday, 9 o'clock, keep tuning in. Keep listening. Keep hitting me up on my Twitter, man. You know, leave good reviews. Hit me up on my Twitter. Ask me any questions, man. I almost, I'm going to tell y'all one story. And I'm I'm a biggity 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 bounce, but uh so the other day, right, I'm on Twitter and I'm, you know, I'm going through my news feeds. I'm not really quite sure how this one guy kinda popped up. But he shows his draft and he's got he got Tyreek Colin uh in like the ninth round. And you know, of course I'm not thinking nothing of it. I'm just trying to get people to listen to the podcast and come follow the oracles, gain more followers. I know that sounds, you know, shallow, but it's true. It's the way the world works nowadays when you try to do your own thing. You try to get everybody behind you so you can my bad for your night. You know we in the closet. But uh, so I was I saw that he had Tyreek Colin, uh in the ninth round, and I placed under his comment, uh, uh, there's no way by the time the season starts, Tyreek Cullen goes in the ninth round. In which he wrote me back, I wish I was in your league. I would dominate you and everyone in it. Therefore, I replied to him, first off, you are not the Oracle. Second off, bro, I don't think your win share compares to my win share. So, we could play a little bank, uh big bank, and I bet you my bank would be a little bit bigger. Therefore, you might want to sit down, son. Don't get sun, son. Ugh. Don't get sun, sun. Just small Twitter bees. <laughs> oh man, I hope it doesn't get worse. Man, I always support your local Oracle. <laughs> that is the moral of the story. Thank you for listening. I am the Oracle, the beard, the stash. Um, you fill in the blanks, and this is for fantasy purposes only. Running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs, running backs.